Hi listeners, I am Pratik Chaudhary and welcome to Cords Podcast. Cords is a one-to-one mentorship platform and today on our podcast, we are with an industry expert to mentor you. Content is the king. We all must have heard this term. So today's guest has more than 8 years of experience in content creation and currently working with one of the unicorn startup of India, company with 11.1 billion dollar valuation, Byju's. Welcoming senior associate at Byju's Arun Sumutra. Arun is a 2011 graduate in Bachelor's of Art in Journalism and Mass Communication and has been a freelance content writer, worked with companies like Focus Circles, Brand Private Limited, Sumeru Solutions, Marine Insight and lot others. So hey Arun how are you Hi Pratik uh, I'm doing good how are you Yeah I am fine too So Arun we are excited to know what's your story of becoming content creator how from a freelancer you finally landed at Byju's So without any more delay let's start feel free to share your success story Arun I would like to start off by saying that I never thought that I wanted to be a content creator As a child we all have uh, different dreams that we want to grow up and be an astronaut or be you know be something so when i was a child i wanted to be a truck driver so <laughs> okay <laughs> I, so yeah that's something different yeah i mean i i was a sort of person who really wanted to go around and you know drive around and look at places discover new places yeah but that that i think is a childish dream hmm. so what happened is that when i was going through my uh, schooling everything was fine Mm-hmm. as i entered college i sort of you know uh, gave up on studying and i started i became a backbencher okay uh, which was a very fun thing to do at that point of time but my grades started taking a hit so mm-hmm. by the time i reached 12 i was really in a fix and uh, i came down with jaundice and i could not appear for my 12th exams so okay. i had to take a drop and i appeared the next year but i didn't fare really well in that as well so mm-hmm. i was you know sort of demoralized and uh, while all of my other classmates uh, had you know carried on with their studies some had started their engineering studies and some mm-hmm. had started something else mm-hmm. i was uh, barely able to scrape from my 12th standard exams i wasn't really sure of what i wanted to do and you know there was this uh, feeling that i don't want to be left behind and i want to start earning as soon as i can so i started looking for options which were not conventional and i ended up finding a course which was about animation and graphic designing which was something which was really big back uh, I, i almost uh, 12 or uh, 13 years so i think in the mid 2000s animation was becoming a big industry in india yeah. mm. so i thought that you know let's give this a try maybe i could be one of those people who could join a big company and you know make a lot of money Mm. without spending so many years studying mm. so i went for that course and uh, sadly enough i did not complete it uh, and even though i did not complete it i did learn a couple of things and i managed to get a job this was back in 2008 i think my first job gave me 5000 rupees a month okay <laughs> so that was decent enough for me because mm. i wanted a break anything you know is good for your first job Yeah. Uh, in fact, I worked the first month for free, but the boss was—I uh, think he was happy with my work—and he was like, "Hey, take five thousand rupees as travel allowance at least." 
Okay. So, so that's how I ended up making my first salary. But uh, you know, I realized that this was not something which is sustainable in the long term mm-hmm. because I wasn't an expert at that. I, if I wanted to, I could continue there, but I knew that I could not you know, make a lot of money doing this in the same company. Either I had to really uh, upskill myself and join a big company. Uh, and then you know, my parents and my brother they told me that you know, why don't you consider finishing your studies at least? Mm, yeah. Maybe you know that will. give you some sort of better opportunities mm. so i was a very difficult child mm. um i was very adamant and you know, very difficult to deal with really mm-hmm. gave a hard time to my parents but uh, <laughs> i you know sort of uh, saw some sense in that and i said okay fine let me finish my studies let's see where it goes from there i was already you know 21 i think when i started my graduation okay so while all of my classmates were 17 and 18 i was 3 years elder to everyone mm. so it was a weird feeling and you know it sort of also made me realize that you know i've really missed some important years of my life i should have been more proactive in pursuing my education so i finished you know 3 years went by and i finished my graduation and then i started looking for a job and I could not find something which was related to the education that I had done, which was journalism and mass communication. Hmm. Uh, I didn't want to become a journalist. I wanted to try something maybe in a production house or mm-hmm. something of that sort. And I gave a couple of interviews, but it didn't just you know uh, seem right to me. So hmm. I kept on looking for jobs, mm-hmm. and I found one which was closer to my place. But this was a different kind of job. It was more to do with business development and client servicing. Okay. So I thought that you know let me let me give it a try let me see how that goes. So I worked there for a couple of months then I left that job. Uh then I got a job as a junior copywriter in an ad agency in Mumbai. So I worked there for 3 months uh, learned a couple of things but that job also didn't work out. Okay. So I left that job hmm. and one year out of college and I had left two jobs and I was sitting at home looking for something to join. Mm-hmm. and that's when i thought that maybe i've done copywriting mm-hmm. uh, at least tried my hand at copywriting why not try something in content writing mm-hmm. so that's how i started looking for opportunities online and i one of my brother's friend had started a new venture mm-hmm. so his website was dealing with uh, the marine industry he was a marine engineer himself okay so i i happened to speak to him and he said that you know we're looking for people who can write stuff mm-hmm. for our website Mm. So I was like okay let let me give this a try let's see how this goes. Mm. So I wrote a couple of articles for that website mm. and then I did a couple more freelancing jobs. Mm. Uh but I realized that you know the problem with freelancing at least at that point of time was that the client would get the job done but they may not pay you on time. Okay. Mm. So there was there was a sort of uh, difficult uh, phase over there as well. So I thought that you know if I can write decent enough then why not do it full time yeah and mm. you know why not do it with a company which will at least ensure that I get some mm-hmm. sort of so uh, you know stable income mm-hmm. so that's how I started looking for a full time job that's how I ended up uh, finding a job in Bangalore with with an IT company which was looking after the website of uh, the art of living organization mm-hmm. so this was in 2013 I think I was at home working from home for almost close to a year before I moved to Bangalore. Okay. Hmm. 
so i joined uh, sumeru solutions over there mm. and i was working with them i started off as a content writer mm. so just to give you an idea of the sort of topics that i switched from between mm. shops mm. when i was writing for this marine related mm. website it these were articles which were related to the marine industry right mm-hmm. and i did some couple of freelance options in between where i was writing medical articles mm-hmm. and when i started writing for the art of living organization i was supposed to write articles on yoga and meditation mm, yeah something mm-hmm. that i had only ever tried out but mm-hmm. never really written about or not even read about to be <laughs> <Okay>. honest <laughs> so it was a very different uh, area for me mm. you know i sort of was worried that if i'll be able to do justice mm. to what they were expecting but the the team over there was really good and mm. you know they made me really comfortable mm-hmm. they said that it's okay you at least start it off we'll see we'll help you we'll guide you and mm. it really worked out well yeah so i worked over there uh, as a content writer for close to 3 years and mm-hmm. then mm-hmm. i transitioned transitioned into the role of uh, mm-hmm. the content uh, head mm-hmm. so i was i had a team of about 7 to 8 writers mm-hmm. um, so i sort of uh, you know because of the transition i sort of stopped writing and was more responsible for the planning and editing of mm-hmm. the articles that were being written i yeah that went on for another 2 3 years and then i wanted to try something else okay so i left that job and i started working with somebody who was writing scripts okay uh, so he was not full time into bollywood but he was you know in touch with a lot of people who were in bollywood and they were also guiding him on how to go about his next project so okay. i thought that you know i'll give that a try mm-hmm. it seemed really interesting and everybody wants to you know jump on to the bollywood back yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> So I was like, okay, let's give that a try. So I worked with him for a couple of months. Okay. Uh, but again, I think the basic problem still remains the same. We don't really get paid on time. Hmm. Yeah. So I sort of, you know, was not in the position to financially sustain myself hmm. on my savings for a long time, and I, I tried as long as I could, and then I thought that, you know, maybe it's time for me to yeah. deal with reality and find yeah. a job again. Hmm. So that's how I. ended up giving an interview at Bajus and mm. that went through in the first go i was really nervous uh, because i hadn't appeared for an interview in a really long time and <laughs> yeah. i had no idea on how you know the market dynamics had changed and mm. what was going out in the industry mm-hmm. so i was a little unprepared but i anyways i thought that you know i have to start somewhere so i went for the interview it mm. went well okay and i heard back from them in the same week and started working with Bajus the next month okay <laughs> that's how i ended up at Bajus okay that's pretty interesting story i say basically you have experience in every domain back at bollywood too so and you always wanted to try you never gave up so so that is very motivational to the aspirants listening to us Yeah Bollywood I wouldn't count that as an experience because I I didn't really get to write much though I did learn a lot from him mm-hmm. uh, even though it did not uh, work out financially mm-hmm. uh, or monetarily but uh, there was a lot of learning involved and uh, you know opens up your horizons about what you really want to do and yeah. you know uh, mm-hmm. do in your life mm-hmm. uh, what what opportunities mm-hmm. are there out in the market it really opens you up to that Mm-hmm. very true very true so arun what's your exact role at byjus what exactly do you do there so uh, like i told you my last job involved mm-hmm. editing and proofreading 
looking at the content that was being generated mm-hmm. so at byju's i do something similar okay uh, if you're familiar with their products you would know that they roll out videos for mm-hmm. students or mm-hmm. across different uh, standards yeah, so yeah. what happens is that you have somebody who writes the script Uh, okay. that the presenter reads out hmm. and you have some a team you have a team of writers and you have a team of people who create the slides that you see in the background hmm. so i basically proofread both of those things so that okay. they are error free yeah. hmm. hmm. so that's my role at byju's that's okay. my current role at byju's hmm. uh, but because byju's is a really uh, dynamic company it's growing at a really fast pace yeah yeah I, so i don't know if i'll be doing the same thing two months down the line Okay okay so Arun what is the pathway to become a great content writer or a content creator what one should have to pursue to become one so i think i think not one of the most important things would be that you should be able to uh, you know think through what you want to write about okay uh, if i have to explain this simply uh, see most of us don't think that they want to grow up and be a content writer mm-hmm. right? it's, it's a very general uh, thing Mm-hmm. There, there might be people out there like I wanted to be a truck driver. I'm sure there would be somebody out there who wants to be a content writer when they grow up. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying that you know uh, this. We all start out of a habit where we usually write our own pleasure. So that's yeah. the first step in that direction, right? You okay. always write for your own pleasure. You mm-hmm. don't write it so that you can make money out of it. Mm-hmm. But eventually, down the line, you realize that you know maybe I'm good at this thing, and you know maybe I can turn this into a full-time career. Mm-hmm. Okay. Okay. Right. Hmm. So first off is that you should be able to write hmm. even if it is bad even if it is horrible continue writing hmm. uh, and this is something that i've learned from my past managers hmm. that you know we had we used to run into what we call the writers block uh, you've been writing articles day in day out and you know at one point of time you would probably feel that you know i've run out of ideas yeah uh, hmm. or you know i can't think of how to deal with this particular topic hmm so what we used to do is that we used to challenge ourselves into writing something which was not work related okay you know we would uh, on our day off so mm. in the evenings after work we would you know say that i you know i would i want you to send a 500 word mm. article on anything that you want mm. send it to me by tomorrow okay. and you know that really gets you thinking of you know outside your workplace mm mm-hmm. it's a difficult transition actually mm-hmm. at least for me it was a difficult transition because i was so used to writing only for work that i forgot about writing for my own self mm-hmm. and that shift of you know taking a break from writing for work mm-hmm. really helped because when you when you are writing for your own self mm-hmm. you don't really have any boundaries on your imagination you don't have any constraints to work with mm-hmm. you are free to write on anything that you want Mm-hmm. and that really lets you be more expressive yeah. and once you do that uh, that entire experience of writing something for your own self is mm-hmm. so refreshing that when you go back to the drawing board for your work related articles you have a complete different take on those articles you know you will be a little more open to trying out new things new styles so i think it's very important that you continue writing even though you've been in the industry for x number mm-hmm. of years Mm. or even if you are somebody who is just starting off or who's considering starting off uh, it's important that you always write and the second thing that complements it is reading mm-hmm. we all write because we want somebody to read it yeah 
right anything that we have read up until now is something that was written by somebody mm-hmm. so reading and writing are two things which go hand in hand you can't become a very good writer if you're not a good reader mm-hmm. and you know reading really opens up you to a lot of new things mm-hmm. and one should definitely experiment with different genres you should not stick to just say you know i i love reading fiction mm-hmm. but it would be a really disservice to just stick to fiction and not try out non fiction mm-hmm. or not try out uh, you know something like a biography mm-hmm. of somebody because uh, until the time you don't read those things you will not know what what you're really missing out yeah mm-hmm. so i think reading and writing are two things that everyone should definitely do mm-hmm. okay so it's like capturing world with your words and not with camera <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> you could say that. <laughs> okay. So, we have another question. How do you find killer content ideas? How what do you read or which website you prefer, which social media handles you mostly visit? So, how do you do basically your research part? So, I think when you want to work as a content creator, mm-hmm. uh, professionally when you want to do that, mm-hmm. assuming that you are working with an uh, with an organization or you're working with a company, Mm-hmm. uh more or less there is somebody from the marketing team or some other team who would tell you hey these are the topics that we want articles on the topics are sort of pre decided for you or you know people can also go through google adwords and find uh, topics mm-hmm. that are related to their particular industry mm-hmm. right okay. suppose you're writing for say a gymnasium mm-hmm. right? you're working for a a company that is associated with the health industry mm-hmm. so you can use google adwords it's a free tool you can go you go to google adwords and you can find topics that are related to that particular industry and then you can find how many articles exist and what are the things that people are looking for mm-hmm. so that sort of gives you a general sense of idea of what your next topic could be about mm-hmm. okay right or that generally what uh, content creators do but then again there is there is no harm in trying out new topics that you think may you know may interest readers so so you as far as finding topics goes mm. uh, google adwords i think is a good place to start off with yeah you know because i think the problem really lies in the fact that at time we we as writers mm. think that you know hey i have this brilliant idea let me write it down mm. but uh, you know when you're working for a company Mm-hmm. uh that really does not work well because even though the idea might be excellent mm-hmm. uh there might be a huge disconnect between what you write and what the readers want to read mm-hmm. very cool, very cool. so you have to be very sure of you know you're not uh, you're not messing out on what the readers want to read mm-hmm. so always it's always good to be aligned with what the market is looking for okay and you can always experiment uh, so maybe say if you're churning out say 15 to 20 articles a month Mm-hmm. uh you can always you know say that i want to write two articles which are going to be on the topic set i feel are right mm-hmm. okay but the rest of the 18 articles have to be for you know related to what people actually are looking out for okay. otherwise you are just sort of hampering your business mm-hmm. so killer ideas i think that google adwords is a good place to start mm-hmm. off with as far as uh, uh you know places which are good resources for writers uh I I was introduced to this one particular website called Gotham Writers Workshop. Mm-hmm. So it I think it's a US based uh, company mm-hmm. and they offer writing courses. Mm-hmm. So but 
even though you you may not be interested in taking their courses or you know you would probably just be looking for some resources their website has some really good articles mm-hmm. uh for anybody who's a novice uh, writer or even somebody who's a seasoned writer mm-hmm. uh so because we we usually are limited to you know whatever we read mm-hmm. but there are people who you know who are in the industry for really long time and they mm-hmm. they know a lot more than we do Mm-hmm. right so there is no harm in learning from anybody okay so i think it's it's a good practice to go through these blogs once in a while see mm-hmm. if you find something interesting mm-hmm. uh yeah so gotham writers workshop is one uh, website that you know people should look at mm-hmm. there's another one called grammarbook.com okay uh so that that is more to do with the grammar aspect of your writing mm-hmm. so okay. i think once you write uh it also has to be readable right you can't just write anything and then push it to publication yes you can't just publish it and say that hey my work is done and you know mm-hmm. now all up to the reader mm-hmm. because that's a little unfair you you have to make sure that whatever product you mm-hmm. whatever article you've written mm-hmm. is actually worth reading mm-hmm. so one of the things to do after writing any article is to make sure that it is error proof mm-hmm. it's error free so you have to you have to have to edit your articles yeah. although that may not be your area of expertise you have to mm-hmm. at least make sure that there are no grammar errors mm-hmm. because uh, you you may not be really good at grammar or you might feel that you know hey this sounds good in my head but it mm-hmm. may not be the case all the time yeah yeah so you have to be very sure that your articles can actually be read and understood by people in the way they you know mm-hmm. you wanted them to okay mm-hmm. so uh, google adwords gotham right workshop and grammar book right yeah and i think one more tool that uh, a lot of people may or may not be aware of is grammarly <laughs> yeah uh, i think everyone uses grammarly yeah i think grammarly has been doing a lot of advertisements as well lately it i think it's a good tool to try out everybody should give it a try so mm-hmm. i would definitely uh, say this that not all the suggestions that grammarly gives are always correct mm-hmm. so but it's good to run your uh, copy or run your mm-hmm. article through whatever you've written mm-hmm. uh, just run it through grammarly once and see what errors it throws at you yeah. and then read them again and again read the explanation behind those errors and see if it mm-hmm. actually makes sense mm-hmm. okay yeah but i i've i've actually come across people who you know who say that uh, no don't try grammarly it's not uh, trustworthy Yeah, it may not be trustworthy. It's an AI-driven uh, yeah. platform, mm-hmm. but it really, it really can take care of at least basic errors like mm-hmm. punctuation. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's easy to miss out on putting a comma here and there. Yeah, very true. <laughs> and maybe even forgetting to put a full stop or mm-hmm. you know an exclamation mark here and there. Or, mm-hmm. or one of the most common things that I come across is people asking a question and not putting a question mark. Question mark. So when you're writing, when you're in the flow. you want to you know put everything out you want yeah. to type out everything as soon as you can mm-hmm. so it's easy to you know make those mistakes so there's no harm done in running your article once through mm-hmm. grammarly or any other similar mm-hmm. application so yeah let's talking about technology so in this era of where technology is replacing everything how do you see the future of content creators because there is ai machine learning artificial intelligence so do you think these going to take jobs of content creator right <laughs> what do you think 
it's a very interesting question i think two years uh, back i had the same uh, thought running through my head and uh, you know that was around the time when i was uh, contemplating leaving the writing and editing and that's when i jumped into script writing uh, so i was actually having this very same discussion with a friend of mine who is also into content creation and you know i asked her that you know with ai and everything that's you know taking over the world and almost all the all the fields that we know i don't really think content creation is you know something that would be left behind ai would you know definitely mm. uh, take over that as well mm. so she pointed out something really beautiful that it it may be able to do so mm. but you know humans have that uh, special gift of imagination that mm-hmm. maybe ai is far away from at least in today mm-hmm. at least in the present day yeah. so i think that that really differentiates us from uh, machine learning and ai mm-hmm. but yeah there are there have been uh, there have been advancements uh, i for one know that uh, websites like the washington post and new york times i think they've already tried yeah. creating articles with the help of ai yes they do yeah yeah mm-hmm. but yeah i mean that will happen someday or the other mm-hmm. we don't know when it will happen like when when it will mm-hmm. be like some you know it will replace everyone mm-hmm. all the humans would be you know out of job mm-hmm. but yeah i think we are still a couple of years away from that mm-hmm. yeah, yeah but you, I, i think a decade more than a decade yeah mm-hmm. i think we are because mm-hmm. uh, it's one thing on how the technology advances but the second part of that is how soon it is mm-hmm. uh, soaked and absorbed in by the industry mm-hmm. right and there are a lot of things that uh, matter there mm-hmm. are a lot of different dynamics that come into play okay. uh, there are a lot of infrastructural changes that you have to do mm-hmm. and everything has to be smooth mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. i would not put a date on it on mm-hmm. how far we are from it but uh, it yeah there are chances that it will eventually mm-hmm. happen someday mm-hmm. but that is, that should not stop anyone from writing or or yeah or thinking of that as a career at the moment that is not something which is happening on a really large scale mm-hmm. and not every company is going to be as big and as uh, profitable as the washington post or the right. new york times mm-hmm. so you have to think about small businesses as well yeah right mm-hmm. so there is no dearth of writers but there is no dearth of articles as well requirement for articles as well so mm. that this should not be something that puts you down and makes you reconsider your career in this field mm-hmm. so arun uh, on behalf of writers who are writing in their regional languages how do you draft a topic are there any different rules for different languages or is it just the same as english so like mere ko hindi mein likhna hai ya fir in tamil they write or in any other language so what is the criteria so i think i've i've not really worked with a lot of vernacular languages especially the south indian languages mm-hmm. but i've had the chance to work for a couple of articles in hindi mm-hmm. right so i'm just going to i think it, it makes more sense to do this in hindi yeah exactly so mm-hmm. yeah so hindi mein aisa hota hai ki jo uske basics hote hain आर्टिकल लिखने के अंग्रेजी में जैसे हम आर्टिकल लिखते हैं उसके जो बेसिक्स हैं वो सेम रहते हैं वो नहीं बदलते हैं पर क्योंकि हर भाषा का अपना ग्रामर अलग होता है 
उसका अपना कुछ अलग अंदाज होता है तो वो जरूर बदलता है पर जब आप आर्टिकल लिखना चाहते हैं तो आप वैसे ही गूगल एडवर्ड्स पे जाके कोई टॉपिक ढूंढ सकते हैं आप देख सकते हैं कि उस टॉपिक को कितने लोग हर महीने उस टॉपिक के ऊपर खोज कर रहे हैं उस टॉपिक के ऊपर कितने आर्टिकल्स हैं और काफी सारी चीजें आपको गूगल एडवर्ड से पता चल जाती है तो कुछ कुछ आर्टिकल्स ऐसे होंगे जिनपे बहुत कम लोगों ने लिखा हुआ है okay. और उनकी उनको ढूंढने वाले लोग बहुत हैं उस विषय पे काफी लोग खोज कर रहे हैं वो एक बहुत अच्छा विषय हो सकता है आपके लिए तो आप उस विषय पे लिख सकते हैं फिर आप उसमें कीवर्ड्स इंक्लूड कर सकते हैं तो ये सारी चीजें जो है अगर आप जिस भी कंपनी में काम करेंगे तो उसमें मेरे ख्याल से कोई ना कोई ऐसा होता ही है जो एसियो देखता है जो सर्च इंजन ऑप्टिमाइजेशन जो होती है उसको हमेशा कोई ना कोई देखने वाले होते ही और अगर ऐसा नहीं भी है अगर आप किसी छोटे क्लाइंट के साथ काम कर रहे हैं जिनका बिजनेस बहुत बड़ा नहीं है और उनके पास इतनी बड़ी टीम नहीं है जो आपके लिए कर सके तो यहाँ आप खुद से भी कर सकते हैं तो एक टॉपिक ढूंढना और उस टॉपिक में की कौन से है वो ढूंढना इस चीज में मेरे ख्याल से ज्यादा से ज्यादा आपको बीस मिनट से आधा घंटा लगता है पर जब आप आर्टिकल लिखने बैठते हैं तो वो आर्टिकल लिखने का जो तरीका होता है जो उसमें स्टेप्स होते हैं वो भाषा से कोई उसका कोई संबंध नहीं होता हर भाषा में उनका जो स्टेप्स होते हैं वो सेम ही होते हैं आई थिंक दिस रियली इज इम्पोर्टेंट बिकॉज a lot of people especially a lot of writers are always more or less in the blind of mm. why certain topics are given to them mm. uh, i think it is important as a writer you be a little more proactive mm. and also search for topics on your own mm. and uh, you know get familiar at least get familiar with tools like uh, google adwords mm. and you know get to know how search engine optimization works mm-hmm. because anything that you write will only be ranked by google if the keywords are present in your article yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's how people are going to find your article if yeah. there are no keywords and you keep on writing and writing and then you mm. know you end up running into a wall mm. because nobody is going to read your content and mm. if your content is not being read it doesn't matter even if it is the best That's article right, in the yeah. world mm. it does not matter because it's not reaching the right people it's not mm. reaching the target group that you wanted mm. to reach mm. so it is very important uh that although we are writers but mm. we should definitely know how the whole system works mm. and getting to learn google adwords or mm. getting yourself familiar with search engine optimization mm-hmm. is a must today mm-hmm. and uh, i i think it is also important that people should know that mm. uh, google keeps on changing or up, rather updating the way it crawls articles mm-hmm. it it would always help stay up to date with all these trends mm-hmm. so you can always make sure that your content is in line with whatever the new updates google rolls out mm. okay got it yeah uh, so arun in general if i have to ask you content writing is something that connects people to brands so what type of content do people usually like now uh see it really depends pratik what industry you are writing from mm-hmm. uh, uh i think people people are looking there are there are a lot of people who do mm. read articles but as you know uh, you know people's attention span has really come down yeah 
there was a point of time when people used to you know every morning they would open the newspaper and then they would literally read every single article very true right i have seen my father doing that and people from his generation still do that they still read newspaper day in and day out they would spend at least an hour reading the newspaper yeah but uh, that was a different time right nowadays people want everything instant right so uh, there are there are things that you have to have in your uh, content that you create okay to make sure that it stands out but mm. it is also true to the core topic okay mm. right so i think uh, we should we should have definitely killer headlines mm. because if you can't hook a person onto your article with your headline you've missed the opportunity mm. then it doesn't matter how good the rest of the body is yeah mm. right so killer headlines is definitely one thing that writers should uh, mm-hmm. work towards and it's 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 an art in itself mm-hmm. okay so that is something that we should uh, you know look at uh, mm-hmm. as far as what people like to read mm-hmm. uh, that really depends pratik i think it's very subjective mm-hmm. uh, so it depends on but, the audience we are uh, what we are writing yeah yeah it really mm-hmm. depends on the audience and that's why i i been mean, you know like coming mm-hmm. back to this point again mm-hmm. that uh, use google adwords yeah uh, mm-hmm. see what is it that people are looking for out there mm-hmm. so if if you are not aligned with the market if you are not aligned with what people are looking out for mm-hmm. uh, you are going to lose out on all the action mm-hmm. so find your topics from there mm-hmm. that that should be your you know uh, starting point so yeah i think our we have covered everything any last closing lines you want to say or suggest to the aspirants listening to you yeah i think pratik uh, just just one thing that uh, you know even no matter how good or bad you think mm-hmm. of writer you are mm-hmm. uh, you know we we've all heard that practice makes a man perfect yeah we've all heard that right mm-hmm. and there it's the same thing with writing as well mm-hmm. so we have to you know even though we feel that we may not be good writers even mm-hmm. we feel that you know there are 100 mistakes in whatever i've written mm-hmm. it's it's a it's a constant process of learning and evolving mm-hmm. so i think one should definitely continue doing that one should mm-hmm. not give up on uh, writing mm-hmm. and uh, irrespective of how many years you've been doing this it's mm-hmm. always good to you know uh, try some new format mm-hmm. uh, or challenge yourself to try something new mm-hmm. even if it is not going to pay you mm-hmm. anything do mm-hmm. it for your own personal growth Mm-hmm. and always keep writing for for your own self because mm-hmm. that really uh, you know push lets you push your boundaries mm-hmm. okay. so i would i would really encourage anybody who's uh, you know looking mm-hmm. of a career in content creation mm-hmm. that uh, there are plenty of things that you can do with respect to writing mm-hmm. and uh, though i have i've not really ever been associated with uh, Mm-hmm. Uh, social media content creation mm-hmm. but there are i know people who have made careers out of it mm-hmm. and i mean that's one more thing that you can look at what what people can look at mm-hmm. and if you can if you can write uh, you know long format articles mm-hmm. or if you can write social media content mm-hmm. uh, you can always learn something more there is there's technical writing which is a highly paying job yes, yes. right mm-hmm. and you know uh, also pratik i think uh, there are there are a lot of people who who may not have a formal education mm-hmm. in writing mm-hmm. 
make a lot of people uh, that i have spoken to come from an engineering background mm. but okay. they eventually felt that that mm. was not their calling mm. and they started writing okay engineers right? engineers are everywhere i think <laughs> yeah <laughs> i think that's mm. true mm. so you know th- there are people who give up uh, engineering and then they start pursuing writing mm. Mm. so if you are one of those people who come from a different background mm. and are still passionate about writing mm. i think that's an excellent thing to do and it requires guts to switch from one field to another yeah very true. so yeah. so you know stay true to your passion don't mm-hmm. give up on your passion just because you have some initial hurdles mm-hmm. right and always keep reading the more you read the more you will be able to write better mm-hmm. so listeners keep reading and keep capturing your world with words that's what i want to say <laughs> <laughs> yeah i mean you can do it with camera as well but if you can do it with words even better yeah better <laughs> okay Yeah so Arun I think we have covered everything and it was really pleasure to connect with you and amazing session I say because content is something that everyone may have to do either that is startup small business a big brand everyone creates a content so it was really an insightful session with you thank you so much for coming thank you so much Pratik for having me So listeners that's all for today see you next week with a new industry expert a new story to learn from stay tuned podcast cords